This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Good evening and welcome everyone. Happy Radiothon. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That was well planned. I am Michelle Barber with a gaggle of folks in the studio that I'm going to introduce you to in a minute. But you are listening to Stand Up Straight where we aim to provide a vehicle for the allied supporters to stand up for our GLBT&I community to encourage and create greater inclusion, share stories, give advice create dialogue or introduce a new way of thinking, but most importantly, to facilitate change towards greater acceptance of our rainbow family in all its shapes and sizes. Thanks to Daniel Mason for this afternoon. And we need to do this already. Oh, oh woo! Uh, <laughs> we have to explain <laughs> what... painful. So before I introduce our very quiet, mousy guests in the studio, across the desk is our gorgeous Clayton... Oh, yeah, hi. Yes, hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, equally gorgeous Stephanie, who's going to jump on the microphone. Hello. And equally, equally gorgeous Beck. More gorgeous. More Beck, gorgeous sure. Beck, hi. who's going to fill us in on some activities of this week as well. Yeah. Um, but- and um, we've got a, our podcaster has joined us for the first time. So any listeners out there? You're burying the lead, though. We're not what? the important part tonight. What do you mean? We've already had two memberships and we have... So, So Clayton has come up with a novel way to acknowledge (laughs) how how we have received new members. Well, I I wanted something different. (laughs) And he's gone for something a little bit different. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, for those that have been living under a rock and might not have realised, it's Joy's extraordinarily successful Radiothon and we're coming to the end of it. Uh, Radiothon week is next Friday, uh, tomorrow. Uh, so we would love to break all records tonight with Stand Up Straight new members, renewals, donations. We don't care what or how you want to be involved in Joy. So we've already had two people and we have had the lovely Tanya from Hyatt who is uh, uh, full a member. Yeah. Full <laughs> member. And we've also had... 
Robert from Yarraville. Robert from Yarraville. Thank you for jumping in. Who has also made a ten dollar donation on top of his membership. Beautiful. Yay, Robert! I think he deserves. Oh, and it's a family membership. Oh, Oh. yay, Robert's family. So after uh, all of those crazy shenanigans, now you can. Phone us. You can become a member online. You can SMS oh four two seven joy nine four nine. You can phone uh, or go to the Joy website joy.org.au to become a member. And that's absolutely the best place to become a member is joy.org.au. It's very simple, very straightforward. Yes, it is. So. I'm going to introduce our two guests. Angie Green runs Stand Up Events, a not-for-profit organisation that aims to stand back homophobia and transphobia in sport, predominantly through educational talks and preventative programs. Matt Spanger, also known as, known as Spang or Fabio, based oh, on my research, <laughs> uh, is an AFL footballer recently retired, <laughs> playing for West Coast Eagles, Sydney Swans and most recently and probably the best club anyway, uh, the Hawthorne Football Club and he's a boo. <laughs> boo his, <laughs> and a major ambassador for stand-up events. But over and above anything, they are huge, huge allies to the GLBTI community. So welcome, Angie and Matt. Thank you very much for having us. So that's, we don't normally make you hang out for that long uh, before we get you onto the microphone. Uh, but um, it's Radiothon. It's about supporting um, the community radio station that is only one of three in the entire world that's 24-7. I thought there was five. There's only three. So we're really, really lucky to have um, the studio in Melbourne uh, so we can all be part of it. Uh, the, the slogan for this year is, Why Do We Still Need Joy?, and, Actually, um, no, it's just it's, we, we still, still need, need joy. But I kind of think it's a question. I think why? it's definitive. Definitive. So why do we ne- still need joy? Keep me busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're kept very busy. Yeah. Uh, I think we still need joy because there is a whole lot of people out there who don't get to say what they need to say and sometimes we can say it for them. So, mm, I think we still need joy because we need to... Sp- base to tell the stories because that's the big thing. People can say, you know, there's there's issues in the LGBTI community, but I think the way to really impact people is by people telling them stories. And I think this station is the best vehicle for that. Mm, I agree. Steph, and we're going to actually hear from our podcaster slash Stephanie's son, Paddy, very shortly as well. So we've got allies of all kinds and ages and shapes and sizes in here. I think we still need joy because there are... People that live in rural Australia that don't have access to the community like we have in the city who can tune into Joy, they can stream it live. Anywhere in the world you can stream Joy and um, it gives them a sense of belonging Mm. when they may not have a community around them. I think for me the thing that I find with Joy is that it's going. It's a never-ending story. So, what it, so one of the things we do a lot here on Joy is, um, and especially on this show, is about coming out stories. So, it's about providing a coming out story space for people constantly. It's about providing um, a, a touchstone. It's about providing anybody of any any letter in that GLBTIQ. Anybody's safe when they come in the doors. They can hear their story on air many times. People can tune in and it's just what they need to hear at that moment in time. Do you know in America they've added an A to the end of the um, yeah, letters no. too? So we are now part of the GLBTIQ A And I heard recently an asterisk has been added as well, but I'm not quite sure what that means, so we might find. If anyone knows what the asterisk means... It's a plus, isn't it? It's Yeah. Well, is it? So the A is um, asexual, and we actually use that here as well. So uh, some community groups do anyway. 
And then the, the asterisk is just identifying there's all other people out there. So this is not, it's not a definitive list. There's others we can add. So it's endless. You probably, yes. <laughs> and, and new ones added every week, just so <laughs> keep it going. So, um, Angie and Matt, we have got you in the studio to be part of our allies family. And um, I'd love to hear from Matt in particular. You are one of the major ambassadors and one of the first ambassadors uh, for stand-up events. And I want to know... How did you hear about it? How did you find out? Were you did did Angie break your door down and demand you be part of it? She's nodding. So, how, what made you get involved and why? Uh, well, for me, it's uh, I have a personal attachment to it. My my sister's gay, and we've got a tremendously supportive family. Um, and for her and her partner, it's been just a beautiful addition to her. all our lives. Have provided just another whole wealth of, uh, of of future friends for many generations to come. But seeing a lot of her friends in her uh, environment who haven't had that luxury, I suppose. And um, it sort of uh, hit home a little bit that it's the where we were quite blessed in our family to have that. But uh, it was the Idaho Day campaign with the AFL Players Association that originally was a way I thought that I could, um, you know, I suppose, put my face to something and uh, potentially show them my support without really knowing what to do in this space. I suppose I didn't really know how to... Um, yeah. to show my support. When that was offered, I sort of leapt at the opportunity. And then I suppose, uh, you know, and uh, it was a bit serendipitous really that uh, Ange and I have got a mutual friend and when she started up stand-up events, uh, I think he might have mentioned it to her in passing or my name came up and she gave me a phone call. Oh, I'll never forget the phone call. Um, for anyone who's ever met Angie knows that she's full of energy. Yes, I think uh, he rolls his eyes when he says that. Energizer bunny. And uh, I... I'll never forget. I was I was driving the car and I just this ex- pure excitement mm. in her voice. I, I was like, I feel like I'm seriously t- talking to her like yeah, as you said, energized bunny. <laughs> and I got the phone. I was like, what the hell was that phone call? <laughs> um, but whatever it is, you know, I, I'm keen to be involved. Like, it was kind of <laughs> um, no, and it was and that's sort of what it was. And then we we caught up, and then Angie explained um, her passion and where it all stemmed from. And I was like, well, this is fantastic. It aligns so much to what I want to be a part of and what I believe in but I just I never had the any I didn't have the creative mind to put anything in practice mm. so it was so great that someone had the initiative like Angie and um, and then to be involved as actively as I have has been has been just fantastic I've loved every minute of it and stand up events just to see how much it's grown how much Angie's grown as also an individual in that mm. space has been really rewarding from from a personal perspective but then when you get to see the touch points that we've had with some with some people around the communities, it's, uh, it certainly makes it all worth it. That's what I'd like to have a chat a little bit more about. So we um, we'll come. We're actually going to let Angie talk in a minute. She's probably she doesn't know what's going on. She's not allowed to talk. Oh. We're uh, going to take a quick break. Remember, this is the Joy Radiothon. So go onto our website and join. Become a member. Donate. I don't know. Do something. Do something for Joy. This makes you feel good to be part of Joy. Joy.org.au. You've been listening and currently are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. This show's got really weird really quickly. (laughs) This is Stand Up Straight's Radiothon show. We have uh, just heard four times that horrendous scream that everyone's going to be... Hearing in their sleep. But we've had it four times. Why have we had it four times, Steph? Because we have just had um, four new people join up to Joy. We have had 
a beautiful message from Jack in North Warrandyte. He says, love you, spread the joy. A donation has been received um, from Jack and how much is the donation for? $2. $2. Our next donation is from... Who's the next one from? Okay. Here we go. Let's No, there we go. Uh, Next one. Okay. Love Stand Up Straight and looking forward to a move in May. A membership has been received from David in Maribyrnong. Yay! He has become a family member with a donation of $50. So thank you, David. That is awesome. Well done. And our next uh, new member is from Sylvia in Cheltenham and she's become an individual member with a don- with no donation. Is that your but mum, Michelle? That's your mum, Michelle. Oh. I have, I have to say, Michelle, she, she, her, her message says, there you go, Michelle, I did the right thing because the previous couple of years she paid before and I said, no, mum, you're supposed <laughs> to do it on the show. <laughs> so that's why her message, I love you, mum. I will just say, this is another reason why Joy is still needed and around. And my my mother has sit, sat and listened to shows about everything within the GLBTI community. And they're not she's always 80, G-rated, are no, they? Come on. So she's, she's a very liberal woman. And she's learnt stuff and I think it's a bit of a badge of honour, I think, for when she talks to her friends and Sylvia. she's a joy member. Thank you, Sylvia, for being a joy member. We'll get her on and the show, our, the final membership we've received in the last few minutes is from Zara in Glen Waverley and she has become an individual member. Thank you, Zara. Thank you to all of you who have joined up. But please, keep bringing in, keep donating. We need you. We certainly do. So I'm going to... I just want to read something out. And this is also another reason why we need joy and this is why allies are so important and why our work, hope, will not end for a long time. Angie Green discovered her car smeared in an, by an egg and impending sense of dread began to eat away at her stomach. The car wasn't hers, but that was only a fraction of the problem. The attack was premeditated and the hurt it caused but cut, had cut much deeper than the eggshell scratches. Emblazoned with rainbows, the universal sign for equality, Angie Green's car had been targeted for the very cause it stood for. Even in the affluent beachside suburb of Hampton, prejudice had, re- had reared its ugly head. So, Angie, the reason I read that out is we in, here at Joy are in a bit of a bubble and you're out there at the coalface and you are dealing with people and prejudice and homophobia and lack of equality and all of that kind of stuff. Does that kind of stuff shake you to the core? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was uh, initially, I'll be completely honest, initially I was like, don't freak out, Angie. You know, like just relax, um, just, you know, check out all the other cars and what have you. And it, it was part of a busy street and um, I didn't want to necessarily uh, think that it was victimised. Um, but then I, uh, I, it was the only car that something had, um, where something had happened and they did some stuff to the petrol gauge and, you know, what what have you. And um, look, it's a, it's a feeling of... I, I felt everything. I felt overwhelmed. I was sad. I was anxious. I was angry. Um, but then also I, I've also got to be really honest in the fact that um, I'm a straight woman and although what happened was absolutely uh, terrible, these are certain acts and language and behaviour that the non-hetero and gender diverse community um, are affected by every 
single day. Um, and so I was very wary about um, speaking about it because I, I honestly didn't want to seem like this um, straight person that was like, guys, I can't believe I got a high crack. <laughs> and it's like, well, actually, you know, um, this isn't about you. This is about a greater cause. Mm. And um, if anything, um, the kind of hate mail that I and stand up, um, stand up events receive, or you know what happened to my car, or what have you. Uh, I don't think what the people realise is that that only fuels my personal passion to do even more. Um, and the egg actually um, made me wash the car, so all the uh, all the symbols are even brighter and sparkly, more sparkly than before. And and sorry, may I just say, also sp- speaking of Hampton, I do have uh, two really um, beautiful friends called Donna and Dan, um, and they're always saying how they can get um, be more proactive. And so I'm going to say to them, and I hope you get a text message from them saying donate or become a member of Joy. Put your money where your mouth is. Oh, <laughs> we um, had another one, have we, Clayton? We have indeed. We had a Saffron from the Glen Waverley area. Uh, who donated? Sorry, uh, became a individual member under eighteen. Yeah, thank Aww. you very much. Oh, thank under eighteen, you. even better. Oh, the yeah. youth of today. So speaking of memberships, yes. Are you a member? No, I'm not, Michelle. You are, you're officially dead to us. Yes, you know that. no, I know, and and but you, yeah, you know, I know. There's a reason why. Yeah, Tell me. and. This is really embarrassing for for me to admit because I have been on Joy quite a few times, but I didn't know that that was a thing. I I didn't know that you could donate to Joy. I didn't know that you could become a member, and I'm quite embarrassed to admit that. Um, Don't be. No, no, I am. (laughs) Uh, And so, no, I am definitely, as we all know, um, I've got the old CC credit card, and um, (laughs) I I will definitely be becoming a member tonight. And I know how important Joy is um, to all of the community and would urge everyone to do the same. If you could do that in the next 35 minutes, because then it actually gets counted in our tally. So, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Oh, sure. That'd be excellent. Um, Matt, I want to ask you a question. Um, On uh, Wednesday for Idaho Day, there was some wonderful videos coming out of AFL players and AFLW players um, coming out in support of marriage equality and it was I think probably someone from every team just about. Have you noticed a difference from when you were playing to now about the the approach of the AFL and the players in, in that space? Yeah, certainly I think the players have taken a much more proactive um, attitude in that space in general. I, not to say that uh, there weren't players lining up a couple of years ago for the, um, just the Idaho uh, Day campaign, but um, I must admit I saw on social media a lot of uh, of my own friends, but then you go onto Twitter and look at the AFL, the AFLPA apps, and um, I was a bit blown away actually by just the weight of numbers um, of the guys who actually got behind the campaign and also, and also the AFLW players. But also the... Um, I know... I know everyone's got their uh, their own credibility in the AFL world, but there were some really quite high profile players. Mm. Um, in years gone by, probably didn't have that. It was, and I must admit, when I first uh, got involved with the Idaho campaign, that I uh, was a little bit reluctant to put my name forward, almost because I didn't see myself as high profile enough initially, and um, I thought, you know, it might get lost. Uh, you know, with myself standing up as opposed to someone who's uh, who's got a lot more weight behind them. But um, I think that's been a general attitude change of a majority of the community that I certainly surround myself in 
And as Angie, as Angie's uh, alluded to with what happened with the car, there's certainly plenty of work to do. And there's certainly plenty of work to do at local level, particularly around that homophobic language on the sporting field, which I think is just almost, um, and it's horrible to say, but a, a habit of a lot of uh, communities just because that, that language was is just so common in, in a derogatory sense when it just doesn't need to be. Um, but unfortunately, it still exists. And I think... Uh, I can at least say from a professional point of view that that language has definitely decreased, but will certainly decrease in my time in the game. And do you think as well, um, maybe if five years ago an AFL player had said, I'm standing up for this issue, there might have been a little bit, they would have been scared of the reaction to them? Yes, oh, absolutely. I can speak from personal experience that um, I suppose I, I didn't have um, the uh, my core courage or the own... Uh, whatever you want to call it, but I suppose, oh yeah, I, I probably needed a bit more time myself. But um, that was probably in my own self confidence as well to to stand up for something that you care about because you are conscious of, um, you know, being a, it's a finite career, and you don't want to tread on too many toes, which is so stupid when you're looking back in hindsight. But um, as a young man just trying to pave his way, you don't really don't really know that. But um, certainly, as you get a bit older, you start things that start to think to yourself things are a lot more important than just the game of football and um, I was fortunate enough to get to a point in my career where um, I could get it to I could stand up and actually put something out there and had a few touch points through social media channels and whatever it might be but um, you, not that I'm I've ever declared myself to be too influential, but um, it doesn't mean that you uh, you can't meet a few people or influence a few lives along the way. Can I say, you, you, you've downgraded your power, for want of a better word, about three or four times in the half hour we've been on air. And I find it really interesting because the fact that you are in a gay and lesbian radio station, you are an ally, you are an ally to your sister and your family, and you're speaking up for a minority, that makes you a much bigger man than you ever, ever think you are. I think you, you've got to realise that the voice that you have is far more important than you give yourself credit for. And this is a mum thing coming out in me now, but it is. It's really you. You, the fact that you are involved, speaks volumes for the man you are and the, and the work that you're doing. So, I, we're going to go for a break, but I want you to understand you have to repeat after me. <laughs> you know, it's really, really important for you to not don't say you haven't got enough influence. The stories, the personal stories, that's what's important, and this is what you're bringing out. Everyone loves Spain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no, thank you. you know, like, I mean, I know I'm yeah. conscious that we do have to go to break, but yeah. I, um, I must admit, like, even uh, the ability to, I suppose, influence my own immediate group of friends yeah. has been, uh, I suppose, the most effective for me personally with, the, with with all this. But And then also, as you said, like, the fact that it is important to my sister as well mm. um, and her immediate family. I, it's, um, it's, yeah, I suppose that's, I do, I do express that as far as, being really recognised, but I am also conscious that it is important for players with much higher profiles than me to stand up and have more touch points because they are significantly more influential. And I'm uh, like, I'm take pride in the fact that I was able to be a part of something like this, maybe from its grassroots, from an AFL's point of view. I know mm. much when that, I know it sounds ridiculous that that's only in a couple of years and it's sort of embarrassing that the AFL as a code has taken so long to take a stand on something like that. But uh, unfortunately, that's where it is. But the fact that now there's so many guys are standing up and and then having the I suppose the guts to say something and is really important. Mm. Um, after we come back from our short break, um, I'm just going to say something really quickly and then I'm going to ask him why. But Paddy, our um, podcaster, and he's sitting here in the studio has been nodding as Matt's been talking. Now I'm really curious to ask 
Paddy, when he comes back, when we come back, Wake is nodding with everything. Obviously, it's in agreement. So we're going to come back and bring Paddy onto the microphone. You are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. This is Angie's uh, going to uh, read out a couple of donations and renewals and memberships. A um, couple of special names there, Angie. Who would they be? Absolutely. If we could just get them up on the screen there, Michelle. We have... <laughs> so uh, we have message alert. I have $11 left on my credit card and it's all yours, guys. Stand up for equality and see you at Movie May. $10 from Dan from Hampton, who is my friend who came to my 30th birthday dressed as Katy Perry. Oh, my Thank God, I you, love Dan. Dan. I want Dan to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. And also, I know who this is. Darren from Hampton has donated $50. Um, Darren's also a sponsor at CGU. Um, he just goes above and beyond. So it's thank you happening so in downtown much, D. Dizzler. Hampton tonight, isn't it? It's the centre of the universe it tonight. Is. Thanks, Angie. We put you on the spot there, didn't we? See? You're, uh, you're and you fabulous. did well. You did well. Um, thank you. Before uh, we bring Matt, uh, Patty to the microphone, uh, Stephen has uh, sent through a message. Uh, we need... We need Joy to give a voice to the voiceless, and that is true. Stephen, my husband, we are a family member, um, and you can. There's all different types of memberships in case people like this. under under eighteen. There's a concession. There's a family. There's a business membership, and it's endless. So whatever suits you. There's pensioners f- are welcome pen- to have a go. Um. And family is not necessarily oh family. Can be your animals. Can be part of your family. And uh, I believe some people have got family memberships, including themselves and their fur babies. Aww. So young... Just me and my sad alone house no, with just me. We could have a family membership. we're your family. Uh, look, um, I have a partner and I don't have a family membership. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could get one together, Clayton. That wouldn't be weird at all. <laughs> so uh, Patty uh, is going to join us on the, in the, in, on the microphone. Now, Pat has been doing an extraordinarily amazing job at podcasting. So for those of you um, that don't, don't get a chance to listen to us. Uh, podcasts are a fabulous way to listen to this show and many, many other shows on Joy have podcasts. You can go to the website and you can find out and you can they're on the program grid. But Paddy was, as I said before, was nodding as Matt was speaking about what he was doing and his opinions on things and his feelings on things. And I wanted to know, Pat, why you were why you were nodding. And it, you had a little bit of a smile on your face. It's like, I get this guy. I know what he's saying. Mm. Was that right? Yeah, I was just agreeing with how important it is for like, people with such high profiles to come out and speak their voice about the community and everything. And I thought, like, for example, I saw in the news that Marcus Bontempelli was talking about equality, gender equality and everything. Just to explain who that, because some people oh, well, actually Marcus don't Marcus Bontempelli is just a really, really good football player. <laughs> <laughs> Understated. Clayton, he's like one of the best ones. Yeah, um, he's Brownlow favourite at the start of the year, all that. Brownlow's a medal, Clayton, you get it, if you're the best footballer. Yeah. And, I think yeah. people wear dresses to it, don't they? Is that right? Yeah. Well, some people, people do, yes. Do, yes. So I just thought, yeah, how important it is for people to stand up and just give to the community instead of just not doing anything about it. So. And it doesn't have to be standing on a massive soapbox and, and howling people down no, either, no. does it? Even just like a photo on Instagram or Facebook or something about it is important enough. And it, just... it's, it's, it can just be simple. Mm, and simple. S- sorry, speaking about simple... Patty, I've noticed that you're um, mm. you're wearing. Am I correct in saying that you're wearing an Airbnb equality yes, ring until we all belong? Yeah, I just, mom came in the mail and I opened it up and I thought, oh yeah, it's a pretty cool incentive. So I thought, just wear it and yeah, 
looks pretty Seeing cool. something as simple like that, that's just, mm. I noticed that and so many other people would. And I think you're incredible for your age, Patty. Mm. Awesome. So do I. It's beautiful. It makes it does make me feel cool, warm, fuzzy inside, and it's really nice. I'm wondering whether anyone's come up to you and said, Why are you wearing that? Yeah, what does um, it mean? What do you say to people? Whilst my friends have asked me at school, like, Oh, yeah, it's a cool ring. And I'm like, Yeah. And then I tell them, Oh, it's actually about marriage equality and how old people should be able to get married and all that. And they're like, Oh, yeah, that's really cool. I like that. And stuff like that. So, yeah. If you like marriage equality, put a ring on it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But Patrick, you have a question, I believe. Yeah, it was just to Matt. I was thinking around the car with mum. So you played for like West Coast when they won a grand final, Sydney when they won a grand final, but you weren't actually part of game day. Then playing for Hawthorne and winning, what was like the feeling around that and how did you feel after winning the grand final, eventually after all the years of just watching all your mates? <laughs> eventually. <laughs> after all that torment, Matt, years and years of... <laughs> it's uh, leading leading the witness if I've ever, uh, if I've ever said it. No, honestly, um, and it's a question that, uh, that a lot of people ask me, and um, and it was uh, it was everything. It was exciting. It was you know relief, um, but it was more uh, it was more just it was probably exciting is the best word to describe it. And that was uh, exciting not because uh, you know all your hard work has has sort of come to some sort of fruition, but to be able to to share that with your mates, which is probably the most hurtful thing uh, when you miss out on playing in the premiership because as much as clubs like to spruik that, you know, everyone contributed, which is certainly true, it, there is this element that the 22 play on the on the day. They do have a special bond going forward and um, and they've earned that right too. So it's a little bit, uh, little bit difficult to sit on the outside and see that sometimes. But, uh, you know... Um, fourth time's a charm, I suppose, for me. <laughs> no, um, but then uh, what, what was more interesting for me as well, it was um, sitting on the outside again the following year. So it was also quite um, a humbling experience. And, you know, it just goes to show you've got to enjoy the times when they're, when they're around because, you know, this too shall pass is a bit of a, <laughs> a, a, bit of a mantra of mine. And um, so I made sure I uh, enjoyed it, but at the same time... Um, it was uh, it was it was good to share, and now you know what, the years go quick, and we're only what seven years away from the reunion. I'm already looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Matt, I've got a question. It is footy related, but it also relates to the community. I'm just wondering why there are no, apart from Jason Ball, why there are no out AFL players, and he's he's obviously VFL, but um, or was, um, but why are there no out AFL players, and and when will somebody? come out yeah i mean that's that's a difficult question for me to give i i suppose an exact answer on i suppose the decision to come out ultimately is the individual's decision um that's not to say that communities and organizations can't be more supportive in that space and as i alluded to a little bit earlier i think the afl has been lacking in that area um and that's my own personal opinion, I know that's not to say the AFL don't do great work in many other spaces. I mean, they've certainly led the way in a lot of the Indigenous issues around the community and then um, to more recently um, the equality in regards to women in the workforce and certainly now being a professional sport. Like that is, That's been such a game-changer for someone who's watched professional sport for a long time. But in regards to an openly gay person coming out of the AFL, I think... Uh, there's probably not enough support structures around and that's probably not from the playing group and it's not from the generation like Paddy's. It's probably from the older statesmen a little bit, yeah. um, which uh, in my opinion are uh, probably a little bit old, old school and, um, you know, set in their ways and that is, uh, that is just an opinion. But I think that uh, that's changing. The evolution is changing in football and I think 
in time you'll see. I can't say it's can't say when it's going to be, but I'd like to think it's going to be in the future. I'd love to get to a point where someone coming out isn't a big deal, where yeah. it's just and it wasn't a big deal for the women. You know, that, that's the interesting thing. The women yeah. have led the way. The, the women football players. You yeah, know, there are a lot of out women football players. And oh, it's and no big deal. It's you know we're, exactly. we're so proud of it. Exactly, and I I did interviews on the um, was the peach, peach carpet, carpet or something for their awards night, and they were all coming just with their girlfriends, and they're like, oh, this is my partner, you know, whatever her name is, blah, blah, blah. And it was just no big thing. But I think it's because there hasn't been that history of what the AFL's been like. They were just a new competition and they were all out anyway, so it was no big deal. But I think a man's coming up against hundreds of years of um, pretty, you know, closeted, for want of a better word, history. Oh, we all should... (laughs) Yes, I did make a good point, Clayton. (laughs) We have had another member... Another uh, membership uh, from uh, Peter. Peter from Thornbury. Full membership. Thank you so much. Peter has sent a very nice message to us. Stand Up Straight and Saturday Magazine are my favourite shows. I love Michelle as she is really warm. And Macaron Saturday is such a lefty. He's fantastic. We, <laughs> Thanks, we, Peter. Thank you, yeah. Peter. And, and Peter, and if Peter. you want to hear them both, there is a show that you can download on our podcast oh, where Michelle well and Macca are together. So you get the double whammy. What and excellent cross-promotion stuff. Isn't that? And our podcaster is live in the studio as well. <laughs> we are on uh, Stand Up Straight doing our fabulous Radiothon and there's still time show. to sign up and during our show, so we get the numbers. We want the numbers. Um, so you can go to joy.org.au and sign up for a membership or make a donation. You're on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. As soon as the button actually works. <laughs> and, and we need the money for new technology. Yeah. We are trying to keep a lid on it in the studio here. Uh, Lids Clayton, off. Clay, Clayton's going, Mike's on! So, bit of crazy shenanigans. That was because of Beck. <laughs> oh, it's always because of Beck. She creates a lot of ruckus in I this do. studio. Uh, well, if it's um, if it's not football, it's us here at Stand Up Straight. Are you torn between the two tonight? No, because this is all my favourite things in one room. In one room. Mm. <laughs> um, so we have uh, Matt Spanger. We have Angie Green in the studio with us as part of the <gasps> radiothon, and that. It sounds like we're trying to hurt them. <laughs> I think that shows on at ten o'clock. And that's how I show excitement. <laughs> We, we learnt uh, more about Clayton than we needed to. <laughs> we have had a mem- a donation received from Matt from Fitzroy. Aww. Would that be a coincidence? It's just, just a coincidence. I'm certain of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank oh, you, bless. Matt from Fitzroy, you, Matt whoever, Fitzroy you whoever you are. He could have left a message. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Rude. <laughs> So um, I'm going to ask a little bit of a seriously kind of question and it links in, it, it's for both of you. So um, you obviously come up with, I'm assuming, people that don't like what you're doing or don't like what they're here or don't like what you're saying and they, you know, whatever. How do you tackle the homophobic slurs? I mean, you, you Matt, you have heard things on the field. I mean, it's quite a different space to what we might hear. How do you tackle it? Do you get angry? Do you try and win someone over? What kind of approach do you have? Uh, I personally uh, don't think anything's achieved when people get aggressive or angry. Um, I don't, as soon as that happens, I think that all kind of conversation or communication or open-mindedness can be lost. Um, Mm. I constantly hear slurs at the the pub, the footy, the sport, you know, whatever it may be. And um, my 
poor boyfriend who's incredibly introverted um, has what? to deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> has to deal with me um, constantly leaving our date and being like, "Sorry, guys." Um, but when I call it out, it really is just. Um, a a conversation I started off by saying things like oh guys I'm not sure whether you're uh, aware or whether it was intentional or not um but I do just need you to know that the language that you have been using can be quite hurtful and detrimental to to other people and honestly I reckon 90% of the time um people respond saying I'm I'm so sorry I genuinely didn't mean that yeah and you do I mean it's society you do get um a percentage that really have a go back at you um but you read the situation and and you know which ones that you can actually speak to and which ones that you can't so I deal with it kill them with kindness is what I kind of that's my do they, mantra. Do they come back to you and say, well, what's it to you? Or, you know, why do you care? Or do you end up having a more of a serious conversation? Yeah, sometimes, absolutely. And I'm obviously okay to have that conversation. And, um, and again, anyone who knows me, is um, it has nothing to do with my sexuality and or gender. I always say that it, it doesn't matter if I'm straight or gay or trans or what have you, um, the reality is I'm a human being who wants to see equality and inclusion for all people and we all have a personal responsibility to create safe spaces for everyone and currently you're not you're not doing that. Mm. Matt, have... Yeah, um, for me... Oh. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to so, you stop speaking so, because all, like every time your name is mentioned, it's just... I, I did try to get that at a better time. So. <laughs> um, no, for me, I, I, I completely agree with Angela. It's, it's all about education and a lot of people don't know what they don't know and I must and I'm almost embarrassed to admit myself like you know as growing up I would often if I was trying to I suppose refer to something being maybe even soft or not normal I might use the expression gay um, and I didn't mean to be offensive but at the same time no one had told me I was being offensive in that nature and you know as a young man I look back and you know I'm embarrassed to admit that but um, particularly you know with such close ties to my sister as well but um, for me, it was about an education process, and all it was was someone saying, "Hey, come on, mate! Like that's that's not what we're about. You know that that is that is offensive, or um, you don't know what, you don't know how insulting that might be." Mm. And um, and for me, I've sort of taken that on board, and that's my message because a lot of time, that's all it is. I don't think people um, uh, are bad people when they use that that language, or they're trying to be overly derogatory. But unfortunately, that just they, that is the nature of it. So. Um, all you can do is try and educate those people. And as I agree with Angie, I don't think um, being aggressive about a situation is the right way to tackle it. I often think, yeah, I, well, I completely agree. The message is lost. Um, when you So if you try and, uh, even though we are emotional about the topic mm. and passionate about it, you almost need to remove that to a certain extent. Um, I, so that's my approach. I find that sometimes I, in, if I'm hearing things, again, depends on the space, I'll often say, look, I've actually got a gay son and I that, that hurts me when you talk like that so sometimes and I agree sometimes you've got to take the personal out but sometimes I add it in because mm. then they know I'm not just kind of making something up and it's I'm not making light of it I say look at you, what you're saying is hurting me this is my son you're talking about so it depends are you right you have to pick your battles sometimes I you, otherwise you'd be standing on soapboxes all day, every day. I know. Uh, we're going to go for a quick break. We have Matt Spanger. We have Angie Green in the studio with us. It's Joy's Stand Up Straight's Radiothon. We'll be back shortly. You're on Stand Up Straight. Oh!
Whoa, you are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9 and we have had a donation which I'm reading quickly. Good evening, angels. Thank you, Stand Up Straight, for everything you do to inspire our community to stand up for the rest of us who don't yet have equal rights and who still face discrimination and fear of bigotry every day. Massive love from Charlie and all the Headspace crew. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening, Charlie. We love Charlie. Uh, Quickly, Angie, there's a massive event on, on Sunday. Tell us about it. Yes, uh, it's called CG's Movie May. It's in support of Idaho and it is for absolutely anyone and everyone that believes in equality and inclusion, regardless of sexuality and or gender. Starts at 10am, goes till 2.30pm and there's entertainment from start to finish. You can. You can buy a ticket on the day. If you would like to relieve my anxiety in giving me a heart attack, I'd rather a pre-ordered ticket. They can Uh, do that how? Yep, please go to standupevents.com.au, see what we're all about, what the event's all about and um, buy ticket there, please. Matt will be there. <laughs> oh, certainly. You can touch oh, Matt's hair if they want, yeah. can't yeah. they? Yes. It's, it's uh, it's 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 oh, if you can reach him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's tall. I'm, I'm bringing a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank, thank you for being part of a bit of Bedlam in the studio. We will get you back another time. We'll talk a little bit more. Good luck for the event on Sunday. Angie, Matt Spanger, thank you very much. Angie Green, thank you very much. Give till it hurts, as they say. Joy, Needs your support. Join up. Up next is Family Matters. You'll hear Beck. And at 9 o'clock is The Woods. You've been listening to the gang of Stand Up Straight. And I'm going to throw in there, we've had 13 donations. That's extraordinary. And thank you. I can't remember what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) I might just say it. Go Hawks. Go Crows. Go Gold team. quality. Go team. <laughs> Go Go team. quality. Go Good night, everyone. You've been listening to Stand Up Straight. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.